0: You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Hey! Oh, just started. Let's try again. Hey! It's your boy Tom here, and we are back with another episode of the
1: Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Oh. Oh! I think it's hold on. I think today we got the Time and Sugar podcast. No, it's it's,
0: it's sugar time, Gary. It's I'll sugar, sugar
1: time. time. Got it. I'll take that sugar time.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's where we bring you all of today's sugar daddy updates. Or is that no, that's a different podcast. <laughs> hold on, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so if y'all notice we are missing one of the trio today. A very important part—the cinnamon. Where is cinnamon at, Gary? Can you tell us?
1: So, cinnamon is actually out right now. He is biking to Washington D.C. So it's for charity. It is a—it's a, uh, a four-day thing where he's biking four to five hundred miles. They do like a, a certain amount of miles over a hundred every day, and then they stop, and then they stay the night, and they continue the next day. And what it is—it's a charity that. It raises money for all of the families of sol- uh, not soldiers, but like police officers that had died in line of duty. So they stop at different police stations where somebody lost their life and they stay the night there and they continue on. And it goes all the way to Washington, D.C. So this is a big thing for D because this is his first time doing this. And I asked him this weekend, actually, because I was like, are you ready? He's like, well, I was supposed to do some run uh, some riding to get ready for it. And uh, he didn't do any." He didn't do anything for 5 days. He didn't ride to get ready. So, oh. right now he's probably feeling that right now because he's in the middle of his ride. So, I am interested right. to see how this goes, but it's four straight days of over 100 miles each day. So, today right. he said he was doing 108, tomorrow's 140, and it is uh he has to keep a 21 to 22 mile an hour pace. On the bike. That's not slow. We'll just, we'll, right. We'll just say he was resting his legs. That's yes, what he, he was doing. Yes, he is. Uh, he's resting his mind for next week's <laughs> podcast. Because we're going to tear him down a little bit in this one.
0: Yeah. Yes, we are. I'll, I'll jump into, uh, real quick, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. I know it was yesterday, but I know we spent yesterday uh, celebrating the mothers and everything that they do
1: for us. What 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 uh What was your favorite thing you did on Mother's Day, Gary? Well, uh, I actually was coming back. I was in Charlotte this weekend, so I didn't actually okay. get to do anything with my mom on Mother's Day. But I called her when I got up. Uh, I texted her in the morning, and then I told because I was like I tried to get her multiple things from Mother's Day. She shot me down on all of them. I sh- I just bought a Curio the other day, and I was like, she said she saw one she liked. I said, well, you want it? I'll get it for you. And uh, she's thinking about the message. No, I don't have room for it. All right. All right. You want a boxer puppy? Because she loves boxers and she she's had two. And she she's always said she wants a, another boxer. So I was like, You want a boxer puppy? She's like, Ugh, I can't do it. I have, because she has cats now. She's like, I, I can't do a puppy. I'm like, Well, then you can't keep saying you want one because I'm going to eventually surprise you with one. And then, right. uh, and then I, so I said, I would help, I would pay to get her her car fixed because something's going on with her car. So we'll see if that, if she wants me to do that, I'm probably going to do it anyways. Cause my brother or her uh, boyfriend will fix it and I'll just pay to get it fixed with the parts or whatever. So that's what I will be doing. But she had a great day. She got to lay in the pool all day and just hang out and relax. So I think for her, that was just hanging out because my brother now lives there for the time being. And he's working to get a place with him, his wife and his kid and my nephews. So they went to the beach. So she got to hang out at the pool just relax while they went to the beach and so for her it was just a good time to relax and to herself and with uh, her boyfriend he made hamburgers for her so that was that was a good day for her so long as she's happy i'm happy what did there you know. do boy look at it whatever
0: out there it's like damn i feel like i know more about gary now than i have over the last three I, I years actually get of to talk.
1: i actually get to talk <laughs> this
0: time look at what happened when sugar gets to talk for a little bit, he tells us about everything. I love it. Uh, we went and had brunch, uh, and you know, got some good family time in. Went to uh, a splash park with the kids, so we had fun. It was a great day all around getting to celebrate. You know, uh, my mom, and then the mother of my ch- our, our children. You know, there's there's that's that's the thing. Once you, once you have, you know. Uh, a mom, you gotta celebrate, especially whenever the kids are babies. I know Dee's brought this up before, like, you know, that's they mom, Hey, my mom. Yeah, <laughs> you talking about? That. But we just still gotta help them celebrate Mom on Mother's Day. So that was that was fun, and uh, you know, just just a good day with the family, and that's all you can ask for on a day like that. But I really got something I want to jump into, and this is what this is what I really got to get to. D'Angelo Williams put out a new video on the Cinnamon and Sugar YouTube page a few days ago where he gave his top 10 villains of all time. Now Gary, I know you wrote those down before. Do you want to read them out or do you want to save that for later? How you yeah,
1: no, I'll go ahead and read them out. I'll give an update for everybody. I only wrote down the first seven because those are the only ones that mattered. Um, the other eight, well eight, nine, and ten, he brought up Joker. I don't think Joker's on this as a super villain and that's the way he yes. portrayed it. But because uh, I don't think Joker's actually doing many of the killing. I, when I see a, a supervillain, I'm thinking somebody that's like a villain that's actually taking lives, not coercing other people to do it. So uh, I am going to give you the top seven, his top seven, starting from seven down. So his number seven was Pennywise. His number six was Michael Myers from Halloween. His number five was Jason Voorhees. His number four was Leatherface. His number three was Chucky, and a little backstory to the Chucky aspect, he said it was because it's his daughter's favorite, and the only reason it's his daughter's favorite is because of me. His daughter actually clued me in on that this weekend because uh, I have Chucky okay. stuff in my house, and I said Chucky should be your favorite, and ever since then it's been her favorite horror villain. So <laughs> Chucky, that's the reason Chucky's on there is because of me, uh, and his daughter. And then number two, terrible choice, Predator. And number one was Freddy Krueger. So I know you had issues with it because in our group chat, you went off on him. So I would like to hear your reasoning on why his in tears was terrible. And then I'll give you mine. Well, Gary, here's the thing. And I want to throw this in there
0: because I know you brought up Joker. But he also mentioned Scar from The Lion King. And I wanted to say that because he starts out by saying, like, I want this to be super villains from all across the board. Of movies not necessarily just like you know the killers and like you know and then he
1: proceeds to go on and name all these like slasher movies he had six stuff. that were or slashers right. <laughs> six of his top like, seven were slashers right that's what I'm saying I'm like he's talking about how he's doing so all across the board my
0: thing is here because I was like because he started out I thought Joker was too low you said you don't think that he should be on there I think Joker is one of the best villains of all time. I you know, you said you like the person that's actually doing the killing as far as maybe pulling the trigger or doing the stat
1: or whatever you want to say. Well Joker, Joker, I mean when he blew up that hospital, he's walking away in that movie. Again, I the, well, well, the problem is with Joker is you're using one example of a Joker. Joker's been expansive of so many different uh Jokers and different iterations. Like he mentioned right. Joaquin Phoenix, you have Jack Nicholas Nicholson, you have uh uh, what's his name? The guy uh, from the Adam West Batman. I can't remember his name that played Joker. Oh God. But you had so many different, you had so many different styles of Joker. Yes. If you want to just talk about Heath Ledger's Joker, yes, you have a right to throw it up there. But if you're talking about in all encompass of everything, I wouldn't put him up there. But if you want to talk well, about think, just the one movie, yes, I'll give it to you.
0: No, I think the fact that you've had so many renditions of the Joker adds to the fact that he's one of the super villains of all time because you know you've got this epic super villain that people want to keep portraying for a reason and that reason is is that he's one of the most badass super villains of all time and so like there's and it's just so much complexity and depth to the character of the joker that you can throw in there that's why i think that you're able to get all these different looks at what a joker could be like and that that to me makes it like, that's why I thought the Joker was too low. But I liked where he was going with because he did the Joker and I think he followed it up with Scar. Scar was either eight or nine. And I was like, okay, he's actually like going to do all these like villains because I agree, like, dang, Scar ruined a bunch of us as children. And so, like, that's it. Yes, maybe Scar only killed Mufasa. You know what I'm saying? He only killed one other lion that we know of. But it was. It such an epic moment that yes i could see how he would end up on somebody's super villain list because of like the importance of that one killing
1: you know what i'm saying yeah so, but then but in the same way you could say that a lot about a lot of the disney characters you could say it with cruella Deville because of the dalmatian uh coat and all that kind of stuff right. that's a super would, villain I mean there.
0: That, right and if you're an animal lover then cruella is probably one of your biggest villains of all time because if you love dogs you hate to see somebody that does that yeah. So I can understand that. Here's the other thing I didn't like about D and what he did with his list. He didn't give us no background on why he chose anybody, other than, oh, I'm gonna tell you why I chose so and so. And then he goes on to not tell us anything. Like, well, what did they do? We don't... he's like, Well, that just is what it is. And I'm <laughs> like, D, you gotta at least give us some reasons why you think this person belongs here. So here's the thing I don't think you can have a super villain list if you're having a super villain. List that encompasses all movies, all types of genres, that does not include Darth Vader in the top five because of just the cinematic impact and history that that character has had.
1: What about Darth Vader? Yeah, so I don't. I definitely think Darth Vader should be in a top ten, top five. You could argue. Uh, I definitely think it was very impactful. Um, I think the whole aspect of the Force. That makes it a whole other aspect because nothing else, like slashers don't have the force. You know, Scar and Disney character villains don't have the force. So that gives it a whole other aspect. But uh, I would say the problem with like Darth Vader or with the Joker for me was the Joker could have easily been killed multiple times. Batman just chose not to like because he doesn't kill but he could have ended that reign of terror so many times but because his his little code is not to kill he was so easy to get rid of if they chose to do what he did is that, that, didn't. Is, that a, is that a part
0: of Joker's genius i'm only going to go after good guys who are not going to
1: kill me but he does but it doesn't he goes after the the society he goes after the politicians he goes after everybody they just they can't, Police they put them don't. in an insane asylum. And instead of like, like what we do nowadays, people can plead insane and they cannot be put on the death penalty and stuff because they got pleaded in san- insanity and it gets passed over. They, we won't kill somebody who's considered insane when they should be. Like if somebody's insane and does ha- heinous things, it, I think they should be gone. You shouldn't have to worry about them getting out and ever doing it again. And that happened all the time with Joker. He found a way to break out because he was a genius, but also insane at the same time, but he could have easily been killed. And with Darth Vader, Darth Vader eventually, spoiler alert for people that haven't seen a movie from the 1970s, <laughs> gets killed. So I think yeah. like with all the, when you bring in a slasher though, like these characters don't die. Like that's why that's why it makes it hard when you bring up like a supervillain. To me, when you're talking supervillains, it has to be somebody that always is coming back and and there's one that I would have had on this list that he did not have in the top 10 because they come back all the time and that would have been Jeepers Creepers every 28 years yeah. he comes for 12 days or whatever and just retab it and you can't kill him he just comes back for 28 days or 28 years and he's gone again 28 years comes back again and he just keeps coming and coming same with pennywise so pennywise say- comes in spurts
0: right but wouldn't that say also like okay yeah, he continuously comes back, but like, doesn't that also limit them that they have to go away for all those years? So
1: I would, but I would say the fact that you know he's coming and there's nothing you can do about it just puts that much fear and that much more fear into you. Because same with like, like Freddie. Like I understand why he said Freddie because of the, the dynamic he had where he was char- char- charismatic and he had jokes and all that kind of stuff. But Freddie only gets you when you go to sleep. Like they did in the Freddy vs. Jason movie, all you got to do is take medicine that doesn't allow you to dream, and Freddy can't bother right. you. Or you forget about Freddy, and you don't have to worry about it. If people just forgot, if you had something that wiped a part of your mind with Freddy, he can't get to you. So that you can limit that. You can make it where he's gone. Jason Voorhees, right. you really can't make it where he's gone. He always, Just don't go to Camp Crystal Lake, and he doesn't kill you. So there's a way to limit that. Michael Myers, all of them have a little thing. Michael Myers is only going after his family members. And then anybody gets in his way on all his chest. What, what happens when his family dies of old age right. or whatever? Is he still going to continue? Because he's only killing people on his way to that. So how does that dynamic? So, like, I would say the fact that they're always there, but there's always that how do you? If you – they eventually will stop if you don't go to those locations. Like Leatherface, if you don't go to – the place where he lives, you're fine. <laughs> Don't go to the house. Now, Chucky's a different story because Chucky is, he's a doll. He just kills the kill. He's trying to inhabit anybody's body so he can live again. Right. So that's a different aspect. So I would say I do like that he's in the top five. Because of that, he can go everywhere. And people aren't going to believe that a doll's talking to you. I think right. He I wasn't mad go.
0: at Chucky. I wasn't yeah. mad at the Chucky thing. My My thing was, like I said, it was just the fact that he, like, Starts off by saying, you know, oh, I'm going to have all these different villains. And then, like you said, six of the top seven are slashers. And there's just so many yeah. other villains like Thanos. I know I brought that up whenever you guys called me whenever I first <laughs> told D his list was trash. Because, like, Thanos, yes, he dies. Uh, but, you know, who knows? This Marvel Universe, they've done some crazy stuff. This is we'll Thanos can't come back. But this man eliminated half of the whole universe's population with a snap of his fingers. For he, no he reason. He definitely but, deserved to
1: being top 10. 100%. Right. Right.
0: You got to have Thanos in the top 10. Who, who's talking about? Who's a few people you thought were missing from his list, Gary. Besides, I know you already said Jeepers Creepers.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely think Jeepers Creepers. I think, like you said, Thanos. Um, if you want to talk impact on people in, in real life, I would say Jaws. Yeah. Because Jaws right. terrify people just to get in the water.
0: I agree. That's, and that's, that's the thing. That's like something that goes along, like what I said about Scar, and just impacting our childhood. Because people are terrified of sharks, mostly because of the movie Jaws. And, and the, that is, sharks, I guarantee,
1: go ahead, sorry, let me interrupt you.
0: I was to say, I, I, I looked up, like, I looked up multiple different villains, lists just to kind of see, like, where people's heads were at when it came to this. And almost every one of them had Jaws on there in some capacity, because of that very fact of how Jaws has shaped our view of the ocean and sharks and all of that.
1: Yeah. And like, I think like Jaws, I'm, if I had, if I was willing to bet I'm willing to bet before the movie Jaws was made, people weren't terrified of the ocean and scared of sharks. Right. right, they were they, but they weren't like they are now. People are in Some people won't get in the ocean because of their fear of sharks, and a lot of it is perpetrated because of the movie Jaws. Oh, one hundred percent. And so that I think that would be in the top ten for sure. Yes, I know they I, can kill Jaws, but you can't kill every shark. So we're trying, we're trying our hardest as 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 humans on Earth. We're trying to kill all the sharks when we shouldn't be, but which is stupid because we're so terrified of them. But they help our ecosystem, but people are just scared of it. And I think he that would be on there because it is impactful on everyday life of people. Right. And, you, and you know, I think
0: I'm going to say another one that I saw that I didn't think about um, that makes a lot of sense is the Terminator. Because of, uh, you know, Terminator going through time and then, uh, you know, just the apocalyptic uh, thing once the terminator comes around and I was like yeah that's pretty true I see the terminator
1: being on the top villains list as well. I, I wouldn't have had Terminator because uh, I don't we there's no proof time travel's real. So I don't think people people always want to believe it's real. So you can't, you can't, you
0: can't, there's no proof the force is real.
1: So it's not No like- no no I agree. Well and and the other ones I'm about to say there's no proof it's real either. But I'm saying like I like I feel like that's so much far fetched Force is far-fetched as well, too. So I, I guess I, my, my, my leg to stand on has gone. The world is less
0: far-fetched than a lot of this stuff that we've already talked Like a doll coming to life and killing. I think yes. I can see the robot taking over quicker. <laughs> I think
1: that's more of a fear now than it was when the movie came out because we are getting the robots that are doing flips and running. And that is probably stoking more fears now than when the movie came out. I don't right. think it was as big of a fear then, but I think as we get further in evolution of our minds and we create new things, I think that's becoming more of a reality because of what we're doing with technology. Right. But I think uh, I think one that is I think Pennywise was a dual one to be higher up because I think the original Pennywise movie instilled more of people into the fear of clowns. Right, I agree. Like, I, I, so I think, like, that was more than just the character. It actually made clowns terrifying. Obviously, right. you had the uh, John Wayne Gacy, who was the serial killer back in the 80s or 70s, who dressed as a clown. But that was it was reported on news, but people didn't watch the news as much as they watched movies like that. And then they saw that movie, and that really made it where people really terrified clowns even more.
0: You know, we really need to have, like, I've always thought this. like They need to make a movie from, like, the point of view. A uh, clown that is just like so devastated that their life has been turned upside down by these super villains. <laughs> you know, that man. would be, but you, you would you get so many people feet. so scared to watch it. You see a little taste of it in Finding Nemo with a group of sharks that are, you know, fish off friends, not food. You know, so you get a yeah. little taste of it with, like that full on, like, man, you know, like snakes too. Like, I know snakes might people. Are, like, You know, for the majority of them, like, they aren't dangerous to us, but everybody's so terrified of them
1: because of, you know, uh, all the history of snakes and movies. I would even say the movie Anaconda. Terrible. It wasn't a great movie. It wasn't horrible. But, like, me personally, when I saw Anaconda, I'm thinking Anacondas are the most dangerous snake in the world, and they're not even close. They're just huge. That's it. (laughs)
0: Right, I mean, you're used to waking up with one. Every, never mind. Uh, anyway, so what? What we're getting at is the D. Just he just got off the rails. Next time we need to have at least some I, – Because I even said this when I saw that he was putting the video out. I said I hope you talk to Gary so that he could help you. Because I know if you do it by yourself, it's going to be trash.
1: So the one problem, the biggest problem I had with his list though was Predator at number two. And I know he's a huge Predator fan, but it just didn't make sense. Tell us why. It just predator like he's been beat by mo- so many different things. He got beat by Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got beat by Danny Glover, and he mentioned Danny Glover and Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's got beaten by the uh, aliens before. Like he's got beaten by so many different people. Like and he just and they had to always send a new one. Like right. It, uh, it's just I uh, I don't think he should be as high up as two. I don't care if he's on I his think- top ten. But, I think that
0: was more of a super fan pick. Yeah,
1: and he might not like, but I think and not this isn't the Aliens from the Alien movie. I'm just saying Aliens in general because in film, it really has instilled a fear of the unknown of space because of Aliens that we've portrayed in movies. So yeah. I think Alien, if a form of an Alien movie should be in the top 10 because you don't have to use Aliens from the movie Alien, but I think just in general, it has instilled a fear of are we going to get taken over by aliens? Are they smarter than us? Is that And I think that's where a lot of fear... I think a lot of the stuff me and you've talked about is instilling in everybody's fear versus right, just his. And I'll tell you one other one I thought that was missing. Uh, and it's, uh,
0: you know, maybe it's because I'm a Game of Thrones fan, but Prince Joffrey has oh. got to be one of the top villains of all time. Just because I, I, I've
1: never hated a little kid so much in my life. <laughs> see, I would say the villains, I think top villains of all time, I think that should be a different list versus most hated villain of all time. I think right? that's a different okay. list. So I think okay. Joffrey would be on most hated. I don't think he'd be on the top 10 villain list. I think he'd be on the most, he might be number one to two. He's definitely top five on the top- most hated. So. Sure. <laughs> so I think like True. I think those those could be two separate lists, the most hated because scars on the most hated villain. I wouldn't put him on a super villain, but I would put yeah. him on a most hated villain.
0: That makes sense. I can see that. Well, maybe maybe we'll bring that up to D next time and maybe we'll give him a chance to uh think about it more. And maybe uh, actually, we'll, we'll bring it
1: up and he can try and defend himself cuz it's terrible. Right.
0: right. And then you know, cuz like I said, I looked up the list and like Darth Vader and Joker were one and two on almost every list I saw. So the fact he didn't have Darth Vader one, and the fact that he had Joker kit, I was like, that's just a bad start all around. But you know what, (laughs) D, We'll forgive you.
1: Like Joker, I I just, I I would never put Joker even in the top five because I feel like they could have killed him so many times and they chose not to, just because of his moral code. I know, but like, because you also could throw up Lex Luthor. If you want to bring up a supervillain like that lex luther genius superman I, I, just wouldn't kill him and he did everything that screwed superman over yeah because so. well, i think
0: is one of the, it's just hard because superman is such a uh you know superman is my favorite superhero of all time but even talking to me he's kind of like a vanilla character you know what i'm saying yeah. because he's so good i mean i thought you know i thought it's, uh smallville did a real good job of, like, you know, adding some depth to his character. How they had a
1: friendship and all that kind of stuff from the show. Like, they had a friendship growing up, and I thought that was a great portrayal.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I think Smallville did a good job, but, like, Superman is a vanilla character because he's just so good, you know, he's always going to be pure of heart uh, because that's just all he knows, and so that, that makes it difficult to, like, add character depth to somebody like you can with Batman. So, well, because of that, I'll well, say because of that, you know, it kind of extends to Lex Luthor because Lex Luthor doesn't really have a superpower. I mean, he's super rich and super smart. That's his superpowers, I would say. But whenever your superhero already is one that, you know, is not super dynamic, it makes it hard to, you know, create that super dynamic uh, battle between him. And his number one arch enemy, you know what I'm saying? I think that's why you've seen, you know, some of his, uh, some of Superman's other villains come out in the movies, yes. as opposed to you know Lex. Luthor. Everybody knows Lex Luthor is his number one, you know, enemy.
1: So. Well, I think it's interesting that DC, their two biggest superheroes, in Batman and Superman, their biggest villain is a human. Right. That's insane. or right. Rich. That's it and when you have marvel their biggest super villains are super strong eaters of the of worlds and destroyer right. of galaxies and then dc's is humans it's very it it it's very interesting I, that dynamic and it's the difference of villains in between the two
0: well i tell you this is where that make that might be a good thing for them is because you have know, same thing with batman i mean you got something in marvel you know obviously uh uh, Iron Man uh, is a human, but it's just super rich and super smart.
1: No, I'm saying no, and, I'm saying like the the villains. Yeah, the villains are just humans. I know, They're I know. biggest fans.
0: But the reason where I think that might be, you know, something they can work with is because that adds to the factor of, oh, this could really happen, because yeah. it's, you know what I'm saying. Whereas you know, in, uh, you know, the whole uh, Superman thing, or oh, are we really going to have somebody come from outer space that uh, can shoot laser beams out of their eyes? Maybe. It's more. Right, maybe. Hey, they're trying. Apparently, I saw an article. They're sending nudes to space to try to get aliens to come in.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> I got a question about that. So they're gonna send nudes to space. I will volunteer. You can send a new picture of me to space. Don't do a dude damn drawing. It does nothing. Gary, <laughs> <laughs> <Jerry, laughs> we don't to want, send
0: a nude of me to space. We don't want to scare
1: the aliens off by sending a nude of you. I'm to just space. saying, like a drawing was so bad. Like I look, I saw the drawing. and said, that's terrible. Like you can't, you couldn't tell me you couldn't just send a, a still shot from a a uh, a film that has nudity in it. Like, can you not just do that and show? Here's what it is. Like, you don't have to. Like, uh, I'd rather
0: them send Jack's drawing from the Titanic.
1: Of that's so much better than the drawing they did. Like, <laughs> like come on. Like, you, there's so much better than that. Like, just send one of our paintings of a nude person. It's it's Thanks. so much better than what they actually sent out. It just. To Speaking me, it blows my mind that we we're that that's that was the best we could do. Right. Speaking of Titanic, do
0: we need to add icebergs to the super list? Because of all <laughs> the uh, instilled the fear of getting on a boat. <laughs> I'm
1: um, man. I'm gonna say no. Okay, <laughs> not this.
0: You know what? And with global warming, apparently they're going away anyway, so they're gonna be extinct yeah. here. Well, we appreciate everybody tuning in. We're gonna cut it short this week. Because, you know, we, uh, we we can't fill the other 30 minutes because he's not here to talk. So Well, usually he
1: fills 45 of it himself. That's, so. yeah, that's Me awesome. and you get about 15.
0: Hey, sugar time. It was sugar time <laughs> today, boys. We got, uh, you are now listening to the Sugar Time
1: podcast. And I know D'Angelo asked a question last week. We didn't get to it this week because we're going to wait for him because we want him to answer the question too. Uh, so we will get to that next week. Also, I'm very interested in discussing – his feelings, his thoughts on what is going through his mind uh, on the video. He just posted this weekend on the cinnamon and sugar of his hot sauce challenge. I'll give him credit cause I mm-hmm. wouldn't be able to do it, but I know we want to discuss that next week. So if you haven't seen it, it's on cinnamon and sugar. He tackles some stupid hot sauce stuff that I would not do. <laughs> I did say I would do it up to level five. if He goes to level 15. So we'll see Woo! if that services, but, uh, and then we need to get time on one of these hot sauce ones because I don't think he can. <laughs>
0: I can barely, I can barely handle mild sauce at Taco Bell. There's
1: I, I can't, no. But I've done the hot chip <laughs> challenge and it was terrible. But uh, all right, all
0: right. Well, that's for another yeah. time.
1: Well, we'll discuss that next week, and then maybe we'll discuss what me and D did last this this past weekend. We didn't talk about this. we will save it for when he's back, and we'll give it. I know we have some video of it coming in the near future, so we'll talk about it next week.
0: All right, sounds good. Well, we'll be back next week with another episode. If you haven't already, go check out those videos on the Cinnamon and Sugar YouTube page and come back next Monday. We'll be here. We'll!
1: All right. Perfect. So, uh, you are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and
0: Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring. D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage you are now listening to